because like I said, from that event, we talk about all time on the podcast is that it's not so much the event that will change your life as it is your response to that event. How many times in our lives do we perceive something bad to happen? Our response is all out of whack. We just, you know, we respond so negatively to it because we think that it's bad, right? Welcome, 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 man. What is up? What is up? We back. We back at it. What is this pod? Episode 42. Episode 42, man. You already know what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Vance Barnes pod. I am him. He is me. Your host, Glitch in the Matrix. Vance Barnes, man, appreciate y'all tapping in. Before you guys do anything, like, comment, subscribe. Um, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. If you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, go rate the podcast, I guess, man. I always forget to put that at the top, but I'm not going to forget this time, man. Appreciate y'all tapping into another episode of the Vance Barnes Pod. Man, before we get into it. That whole verse, man. The whole J verse on the Khaled album. I'm going to say this. The way that album started with that verse. We're not even going to count the first record with the, the Drake intro. The way that Khaled album started with the... You know, first of all, Lil Wayne and Ross's verse was crazy too. Like I thought Lil Wayne's verse was, was great. But the way that album started with like one of the best Jay-Z verses of all time. I thought that album was going to be a lot better than what it actually was, man. I thought, I don't know. I feel like Khaled just puts together so many like big names and it just comes out. There's no, there's not a lot of chemistry in it. You know what I mean? And oh no, it, it was still a good album. Like I had a lot, a few good songs, um, I was telling my boy, I like the Lotto and the Big City Girls, or Lotto and the City Girls record. That low key was was a bop. Um, who else? Twenty One Savage had a couple good verses on there. Um, yeah, man, that whole verse that 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 type of music make you wanna, you know, what I'm saying like it. It's truly inspiring. You know, what I mean, it, it's truly inspiring. What how like that greatness to witness that greatness, right? And me being a 97 baby, I think Reasonable Doubt came out in 96. I wasn't, like, we're now, my generation is now just getting old enough to appreciate Jay and, like, his art. Because now we see him, like, I grew up, and by the time I was old enough to understand, really, hip-hop, like, he was a business mogul at that point. You know what I mean? Like, he had already done the, the rap thing. He's now in his business stuff, and to see him like still tap in, I I attribute it to being like MJ, right? Like if we were to see Michael Jordan, like hoop at this age now, and still be like crazy good, that's out there like killing dudes, I attribute that like it's not the same obviously because it's athletic, but like for Hove to do that on a verse. And really just remind dudes, like, nah, I really do this. Like, I'm really the best at this. Um, and he even said it in one of the verses. He was like, next time you're talking about the GOAT, like, you know what I mean? Make sure you, you don't forget who it is. It's just something about, 
like I talked about in the last pod too, like witnessing that greatness that it just inspires you, man. It, it hits something deep to where you want to, you know, yourself. You like, man, where can I tap into this? You know, what I mean, like my craft. What what can I what can I do to get to the level like he's at his craft? You know, what I mean, and um, we it's greatness. We have to appreciate greatness when we have it. Um, like I said, he's one of the best, man. He's he's truly one of the best. Um, I got still got to listen to the JID album. I heard it's really good. Um, but overall, I don't know. 2022 has been a decent year for music. I'm not going to lie. It's been a decent year for music. I know people have been saying that it's been a down year. Um, You know, like I said, his Cal album was decent. But I think they forget about the, like, you know, like Lil Durk early on had a great record. He had a great album. Um, Kodak had a decent album. Um, who else had good albums? Obviously, Kendrick dropped. But yeah, man, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of good music. Let's. Uh, I want to get into the topic, or topics, really, that I wanted to talk about. First of all, you know, if you let me put some context behind this. So, Kamaru Usman, there's UFC fight. Last weekend, championship fight, Kamaru Usman, UFC former now, former UFC middleweight champ, or is it middleweight or welterweight? One of the two, middleweight or welterweight champ. Man, he's uh, truly, like, he's pound for pound the best fighter in the world, right? And we see last week, for you guys that don't know, so he's pound for pound the best fighter in the world. Goes in this fight with Leon Edwards, a guy that he, you know, beat handedly, you know, earlier in his career, right? So he's he goes through the whole division, comes back to Leon, and he's I think Leon Edwards was beating him after the after the first round, right? Giving some context, he was beating him after the first round, got Usman on his back, was holding him in the ground game, and I was looking like, oh man, this is gonna be a tough match, and then rounds two, three, and four, Usman just completely destroyed him right talking about he was in better shape than him he was just the lights were you know weren't as big on that stage it almost seemed like you could tell leon edwards was kind of like he was shocked and you could see it in his face as an athlete like especially after round four his corner is telling him his corner is telling leon he's like they're like stop feeling sorry for yourself this and that like you know what i mean they kept calling him rocky which was crazy. I didn't. I didn't understand. I was like, "Why they, is that his nickname?" But they were calling him that because I guess all throughout his fight camp, that was his mantra. Like the Rocky Balboa, you guys seen the movies, Rocky, underdog mentality. So they kept calling him like, "Come on, Rock! Come on, Rock!" And you could see in Leon Edwards' face, a contender, how dejected he was. And as an athlete, like I, I you can tell his confidence was gone. It was shot. And he just didn't know what to do within the fight. He just he seemed like he had he didn't have any answer. And then we see it in the fifth round, the last round, literally with like a minute left. I think it was like 58 seconds left. Catches him with a nice, and I'm not even gonna call it lucky because it was they. You, there's a video on Twitter of his of him like manifesting this right, him manifesting the same kick. They there's him showing it weeks prior to it and him saying like oh, yeah, i'm gonna catch him like when he slips this way 
we're gonna come with the left and then kick him with the left um catches him with a beautiful kick right knocks him out cold and I, something that I saw interesting within the fight was so that last round they were talking about how Usman could coast right he could have coasted the last what around just five minutes he could have coasted that last five minutes ran around the ring a little bit tapped him around not got too close and he would have won the fight retained the belt still you know undefeated or still champ but Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier were saying how those are the the announcers the commentators during the fight they were saying how Usman that's not the type of fighter he is you know what I mean like they were saying how he's not the type to just coast through this last round he's not going to take it easily and I thought to myself, like, after he got knocked out, I'm like, man, that's so crazy how they were just talking about how he's not going to take this this lightly when he easily could have. And he gets knocked out, loses his belt, um, you know, probably he's going to drop in the rankings, all that stuff. Makes for a great trilogy fight now. Um, and people are all, it's probably going to be one of the most watched fights ever because of great storyline. I know Dana White was, the owner of UFC was ecstatic i know he loved what he just saw because it's gonna sell tickets now but it's crazy that they were talking about how he's not taking this last round lightly and you know you can't really knock somebody especially a champion you can't really knock them for how they finish a fight right i guess nobody would have been upset or been like you know mad at him if he would have just coasted like he, they said and just danced around the ring or whatever but I think you also can't be mad at him that he didn't do that because however a champion decides to get you know in their mental however they decide to approach th- their craft you have to respect it because obviously they've, they've gotten to the top for a reason like he was pound for pound the best fighter in the world he's obviously gotten there for a reason and I think maybe in his mind he was saying like you know, success is everything, right? It's a lifestyle. We talk about all the time. Success is a lifestyle. So it, it it goes hand in hand with him not coasting in that last round, him wanting to dominate that last round, him wanting to still prove to everybody, like, yo, I'm not going to coast in this. I'm still going to, you know, single-handedly dominate this guy each and every time I step out and his bell rings. I under I fully understand it. I fully understand why you don't coast because it's like in his mind he's thinking if I take this lightly and I start to coast then maybe I I'll, I'll lose focus and something bad will happen. Or maybe if I start to, you know, ease up on him a little bit, he'll opponents future opponents might even see that a light and they might see something that, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm never taking days off. I'm never taking rounds off. If I, if I step into this ring, you're getting that work. And you can't knock that. He was the champ. He, he got to that for a, for a reason. And at that point, it's all mental. It's all, you know, I'm not taking this round off. I don't care if I already have the fight in the bag. And we see, obviously, it, it backfired on him because he got caught. Literally, in the last minute, got caught with a head kick, knocks out. And it changes that's something that could change the course of one's life. Like, honestly, it could change the course of one's life. Like I said, now he's no longer the champ. He has to go and try and retain his belt back. And 
yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. But I want to talk about more his response after the fact, right? So think about it. Put yourself in his shoes. You're the champion of the world. You're the best at your craft. You, you know, you're the best at what you do. And in the last minute of the last round, you get knocked out by a head kick that you could have easily just taken that round off, right? And on national television, like in front of the world, you get knocked out. And it's like, you know what I mean? And put yourself in his shoes. Everybody just saw it. And now everybody's like, oh, new champion, this, 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 this. And I want to say we've easily seen it with other champs. They get knocked out, something bad happens, and they're never the same, right? Even their response, like we saw with Deontay Wilder after Tyson Fury, you know, knocked him out. It was all these different excuses, right? It was all these different, all oh, the, the, what I wore out to the ring pre-fight was too heavy. Oh, my trainer did this. Like, oh, I, you know, it was just a bunch of different excuses that we saw. But Usman is, is did the opposite. Usman was like, no, it, it, you know, shit happens, right? He even tweeted out. He goes, it's part of the game. Things happen. Congrats to him. You know, but we move forward. And I love that. I love that response so much because, like I said, from that event, we talk about all the time on the podcast, is that it's not so much the event that will change your life as it is your response to that event. And Usman decided in that moment, like, hey, I can control. I can't. I could. He can control, you know, the him getting knocked out. He couldn't control that, but he can't control his response after the fact. And he's decided to say, hey, it is what it is. It happens. Let's like I'm going to move forward and I'm going to get better from this. And I love that because how many times in our lives do like something that we perceive, perceive, I said in quote, in quotations, because it's all about perception, right? It's all about what we see. How many times in our lives do we perceive something bad to happen and our response is all out of whack? We just, you know, we respond so negatively to it because we think that it's bad, right? Usman decided to be like, to take that first step from this event on and be like, hey, no matter what, this knockout won't define me. It won't define me as a person. It won't define me as a champ. It won't define me as an athlete. And from this event on, he's already like in my in my mind, he's taking the right steps into living. Whether he whether he wins the belt back or not, you know what I mean. Whether he becomes champion again or not, he's taking the right steps into being like, you know, hey, from this event on. My life is still going to be great because think about it. Like like I said, imagine putting yourself in those shoes. How many people would go down a deep, dark hole of you just got lost your belt. You just got knocked out in front of the world in one of the craziest knockouts and fights like of all time. And people can go down a deep, dark. That could, that could, you know, think about put yourself in those shoes. Like it could really mess up one's, one's head. Like I said, we see it all the time. Think about Ronda Rousey. 
Ronda Rousey was one of the best feet. Like, she was on top of the game. She was changing, you know, women athletics. She was changing women combat sports. She was at the top of the, the food chain. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Holly Holm was it. She gets knocked out by Holly Holm, and she was never the same, right? She was never the same after that, and I think that is what shows you what true champions are made of is after they get punched in the face, after they, you know, have one setback, how do they respond? Whether it's, you know, like I said, whether he, Usman, wins the belt back or not, he made the choice to be like, this event won't define me as a person and won't define me as an athlete. I'm going to take the right steps into moving forward in my life. Like I said, there's so many times when we, as people, think events happen that we perceive as bad, right? And I had this conversation with a friend the other day about how why you have to have such an indifference towards certain events in your life because you never know what god or what the universe is saving you from on the back end of that so-called bad event right you never know why you hitting every red light (laughs) is saving you from you know the car crash up ahead and i don't i I lose track of I maybe I've talked about this or used that scenario on a podcast, you know, recently, but I lose track of those things. But like I said, you never know. That's why you have to have some indifference towards events in your life. Right. You can't look at everything as good and you can't look at everything as bad. You just sometimes have to look at things for what they are and it just is what it is. I remember going to went to the twins game like probably a month back and something that i always knew but i guess i never really thought about was why pitchers when they are pitching they don't really get too hype right because i was like man this is like one of the dopest things ever if you're pitching in the front of these you know thousands of fans and you get a strikeout and everybody's cheering and i'm like they don't really get that hype why it's because if that ball maybe would have went one inch this way or two inches that way, the difference between a strikeout and a home run is 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 this, right? And they know that. So when they they that you know they get a nice strikeout to end the inning, some of those guys if it's not a big game they just walk off like nothing happened. It's because you can't get too high with the highs and you can't get too low with the lows because they know that as a pitcher your very next pitch can set you down on a spiral it can change that game it can be a home run you're the game can change on any pitch right so they know not to get you can't get too high off this strikeout because i have to stay locked in and focused on the task at hand because if i come out too high and uh, i let loose a little bit and i'm not as focused the next inning coming back if I don't get this next pitch right, it can go out the park, right? And I think that's just sometimes how our lives go. Is that we get so high on the highs and, oh, like, I, I did this, I did this, and we feel so good. Like, yes, it's great to feel good. It's great to appreciate things as they come. 
and a pre and you have to like we talk about all the time you have to celebrate your wins right celebrate your small wins in life but when you you can't look at things as you know when you get too high then you get too low and you letting your emotions dictate your response to things right Kamaru Usman could have let his emotions of the night. I, I guarantee, like, he put on a, a great face, but I can guarantee somewhere down is an athlete. Not even as an athlete, as a person. You can probably guess that in the last, what, week, Kamaru Usman has gone through a lot of doubt, right? He's probably doubted his skills at some point. He's questioning himself, like, where did I go wrong? What, did I, what should I have done? Um, whether it's for a second, whether that's for, you know what I mean? Like at some point I can guarantee through his mind, like him asking himself, should I have done this? Should I have done that? Should I, you know, at some point, whether he flipped that switch and been like, no, absolutely not. Let's move forward. But at some point you can probably, you can probably guarantee that some sort of doubt crept in his mind, some sort of negative thoughts and emotions have crept within his mind. But instead of acting on those, right? Said in letting those thoughts consume him, he decided to control that and be like, okay, I'm no, I'm gonna control my thoughts. I'm gonna control my response to this. And a lot of us on things that are less than getting knocked out on national stage, we let events that we perceive as bad dictate our response instead of us dictating our response. We let the event dictate and be like, oh, you know this this happened to me why and it's and little do we know that if we take like i said we take that first step like i said usman took that first step of being like no things happen and he's taking that first step towards moving forward if we were to take that first step it could lead us to something so much better right it could lead us to something so much better that we never would have even imagined in our lives and instead of you know, this event that we perceived as bad ended up being the best thing for us. I literally was thinking about that earlier because I was listening to this podcast going off the Jay-Z verse from the Khaled, from the DJ Khaled album. And I was thinking about like, and somebody made a good point about like, man, when he released his first album, when Jay-Z released his first album, people weren't really fucking with it like that. You know what I mean? Like people didn't really like it. It didn't have a lot of sales and it right away off the bat it didn't have a lot of sales and we look at it to now almost 30 years later as being one of the best albums hip-hop albums of all time imagine if jay-z in that moment in 1996 would have looked at those first week numbers and been discouraged and been like oh man people not rocking with my with my music and he responded negatively to it and his career and his life went a whole different direction than in what it did. Right? But now look at him 30 years later. He can look back on that first week of that album sales and being like, man, what I thought was terrible in the moment ended up being the best thing for me. Because instead of letting my negative emotions dictate my response, I was able to pivot, able to really channel whatever it was I he channeled and took it in a whole different direction right 
And that's why I mean, that's why I say it's it's perfect examples. It's, it's crazy how life works. It's perfect examples on why and how we have to stay indifferent about things and why we have to just be like, hey, sometimes it just is what it is. Now, what's my best response to where I can move forward and still keep the end goal in sight? You know what I mean? Because like I said, it doesn't mean that your, <laughs> your goals are denied. It just means that they're delayed, right? Um, yeah, crazy how life works. Great. You know, we saw it like in the, on that stage. But yeah. Overall, I know Usman's going to bounce back whether he retains the title or not. I know he's going to bounce back, and um, this won't be the last we hear of him being a great fighter. Um, and like he said, he's not going to define him as an athlete. <clears throat> Man, all right. Something else I want to talk about is this Manti Teo documentary. So if you haven't watched it on Netflix um, it's called the Untold Documentary Series on Manti Teo. If you're not familiar, if you're unfamiliar with who Manti Teo is, a uh, quick brief: former Notre Dame football player, linebacker, um, was up for the Heisman, got second in Heisman voting. I think it was the most by the highest, the most Heisman votes ever by a true like defensive player. Um, was at the height of college football in 2012, I believe, and it was like mostly because he was a great player and he was leading this team to the national championship game. Their star linebacker, great player, having a great season, leading them to the national championship game, putting up crazy numbers, and then you know the story gets it's just like a uh, literally a movie story. You know, his grandmother and his girlfriend die. Like, they pass away on the exact same day. And he channels it and uses it. And it fuels him. And he goes on to have this great storied season. Leading Notre Dame, one of the biggest schools in the nation, to the national championship game. And it's just, it's a it's a story made for Hollywood, right? And the story goes that his girlfriend ended up not even being real right and i remember this because in let's say 2012 i was 15 i remember this story because obviously being a huge football fan i you know who this is and it was a big story around the sports world but then when they found out that his girlfriend didn't exist it became a national story and i remember being in high school and this being the craziest thing ever and this like it was on cnn was on CB, like all these different news stations that didn't really cover sports like that. Like it became a national story, right? It became this larger than life thing. And there's so many different avenues. They talk about in the documentary, right? I don't have to I don't have to explain it all. But I just remember being in high school and the narrative being that like, oh, he made the whole thing up. Like he knew he was in on it. Instead of him getting catfished, it was oh, he created this hoax. Like he was a part of the hoax. And I think the documentary was great. It did such a great justice um, to him and giving him that light to share his, his side of the story. And as I say this, I want to be careful with how I say this. I don't know yet. I haven't. I th I've thought about it a little bit. I guess I know people make mistakes, right? 
and you can't this person um you know this man who is trans is, is transitioning now i don't know if they what they identify as um so i'll say she because she he's transitioning they catfished him and they were able to share their side of the story right and how remorse or how like regretful they were of this of the situation how bad they felt but how they've been able to also move on in their lives from it and in the end they did this beautiful thing at the end of the dock where she like gets dressed up and she's dancing they're playing music and she's basically talking over this scene of how she's been able to grow from that and this and that and i was like at first i was like man why are y'all like making her out to be this good guy but in the back of it but then after i thought about it, i was like man, i guess like you know people make mistakes even though his life did get extremely harmed from it i don't know it was it was weird i, I feel indifferent about how they made it but I like I said, I guess everyone makes mistakes. That wasn't the point of the doc. But I love how they gave him that light to be able to sh like sh share his side of the story. But it's crazy, man. Like again, can you like put yourselves in that sh in those shoes, right? Imagine being that high on the mountaintop. You're regarded as one of the best college football players in the world. Everybody, you're almost a household name at this point. And then because you like something that was out of your control, right? Or a little bit, something that was a little bit out of your control, you getting like catfished and you just being like, imagine he was 22 years old and he didn't know, like he, the simple thing was he didn't know how to tell people like, yo, I think I got catfished. Cause imagine that being one thing to try and explain to like all your friends and family tried like that's another thing trying to explain that to the whole world who is now following your story right and you know imagine being on the the high of the mountaintop and then for a second in your life everybody just switches up on you right they start calling you they started calling him like a liar they started saying he was a part of the hoax they started saying that he was hiding his sexuality through it um, and like I said, put yourself in the shoes. I think that's why it's important that we as people have to be careful with how we judge others because we just don't know what's going on. Like for the last 10 years, people that haven't watched, like people that, you know, watch the doc, like myself, I, I guess I remember being in high school and thinking that this dude like was a part of the hoax that he was just lying about the whole time because that's part of the narrative that the media was running with imagine you know for 10 years before he could tell his story that he's walking everywhere people see him like oh that's the guy that got catfished right and he said it on a doc like it went from yo that's manti tail to like yo that's <laughs> that's the dude that got catfished right and that's why I say we just got to be careful because the whole time the media and people are judging this guy. He's going through the worst time of his life and he has no control over the what's spinning. It just kept when he said it, he said it, he, it the story just kept spinning 
and spinning and going deeper and deeper. And the media has to like they have so much control over the narrative narrative of people's lives. Right. That we as people have to like take a step back and be like, okay, we're human. Things happen. Let's. Let's look at it's it, it, and it's asking a lot because it's just never going to happen. People are never going to be able to think rationally. They're just going to go off emotions and opinions that they hear from the media. But if we can just learn to take a step back and just be like, OK, like imagine if the world would have just took a step back and just asked themselves like, OK, this man got catfished. Yes, we're trying to get down to the bottom line of it because it's a great story. People want to hear it. But instead of you can do that still without judging that that guy. Right. Because we didn't we didn't know him. We didn't know his story. They we didn't know what he had gone through. And his life was forever changed because of it. And it, it, it's it sucks. Like think about like you're on top of the world and all of a sudden like it affects your career it affects your relationships it affects the way people perceive you because I, I guarantee now that f- he for the next however many like long like he said he was always known as the guy that got catfished and it it's hard to shake and he said he just for so long he said he walked around almost it was like just plastered on his forehead but i give him an extreme amount of credit for like being able to move on because again how many people would have folded in that situation how many people would have like gone into a deep dark place and not been able to recover from that because like i said imagine the whole world knowing that not only did you get catfishing and thinking your girlfriend died like you fell for it and then they think that you're hiding something they think that you're like like all these people have these different thoughts about who you are and you're just like man i was just trying to play football and have a relationship with somebody that i did like you know what i mean so i give him much credit like i think i saw a picture online of him and he's got you know a beautiful family now but that's why i say like man you just like people just got to be careful with how they look at things they got to be careful with how they look at and judge other people because you never know the full situation you never know what they're going through and there's a there's a line in the bible that says like you know you have to take out basically the the plank in your eye before you're able to notice a stick in somebody else's basically saying like how can you judge somebody else when you have the same things going on in your own life so people are so quick to to judge, especially now on social media. Like people are so quick to like comment and this and that. It's like, bro, look at your own life first. Look at what you can fix in it. And then like, you know, I mean, nobody's perfect. So how can you judge this person in a situation that you don't know? Right. And there's just I'm not going to sit here and act like everybody's perfect i'm perfect like judging and is like a natural response to things right and i'll be first to say like there are certain things yes you can judge somebody on right but 
like this situation now that I'm older I wish that people would have just been like like took a step back and looked at it from his perspective instead of you know jumping to conclusions right like I said you gotta pick and you gotta know when there's like certain things to judge right and we're not even gonna get into it but if you've read the story if you haven't go look up the story of the Bills punter um you know they just released him, I think, not even a couple hours ago as I'm doing this podcast. Go look it up. And that is something where I'm like, yo, yeah, now you can judge because when it comes to sexual assault, all that stuff, there's no, like, there's got to be, there's no gray area. It's just, hey, you know, this, this is out. Now I'm, now I'm creating my own, you know, theories and my own thoughts based off of the facts that are out or this is that it's out but from the facts that we got from the Manti Teo situation 10 years ago wasn't enough to you know basically people to vilify him and to call him a liar and like I said this could have ruined his life or he could have again <laughs> look at I didn't even I didn't even mean to talk about it through this through this this uh, situation or through this uh, topic but again Imagine if he responded very negatively to this, right? Imagine if he didn't. And I guess I'm guessing he had a great circle around him, he had a great support system that was able to help him through this tough time. But imagine if he would have took this and went a whole different way, right? And went down that deep dark hole that he easily could have went in that a lot of us would have. But he didn't this situation that he perceived as bad you know he ends up turning it into something beautiful because he decided to he decided to control his response and man it's just like i said i didn't mean to talk about it with this topic but it just it's crazy how life works you see you just gotta that's why i say i'm gonna end it right there that's how important it is to control your response to every scenario and don't let the event dictate your life but you dictate your life by the response that you choose to the event man i'm gonna end it right there appreciate y'all tapping into another episode of advanced barnes pod if you already if you made it this deep subscribe like share comment uh go follow the ig page man appreciate y'all tapping in until next time peace